0: Another hopeful day in CBA talks turn into more disappointment. We talk about that and why the expanded playoffs impact the twins on today's episode of Locked on Twins. You are locked on twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Wednesday, March 9th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Thank you for making Locked On Twins your first listen every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms. If you're watching on YouTube, you're looking behind me and you're saying, what are all those papers? I haven't seen those papers before. It is March. March Madness right around the corner. Huge College Hoops fan. Those are conference tournament brackets. I'm keeping up. Are you keeping up? I hope you are at Bet Online, We'll talk about them later. But today, I want to talk to you about the expanded playoffs and update on the CBA talks and how close we might be to opening day. Like I said, I'm Nash Walker, writer at Twins Daily Lifelong Twins fan. Been doing this for over two years. Been writing at Twins Daily for over two years. Been following this lockout through the pandemic we were here. Through this, through a last place season, we've been here the whole time. And I'm not going anywhere. Uh, and I did make a pledge early on this offseason that we would not follow the CBA negotiations on a day-to-day. I didn't know that they were going to go 40-plus days without even negotiating. So if I would have known that, I wouldn't even have had to say that because it would have made it easier. But now that spring training is is completely impacted, like we we're we'd almost be a month into spring training at this point since pitchers and catchers reported. And we're not close. Like it felt last night there was more steam heading toward a deal. But I think if we've learned anything throughout these negotiations, you can't get optimistic. And I wish I would have listened a year ago i wish i would have listened earlier this offseason i wish i would have listened last week or today even because so many predicted this so many people predicted a fight so many people predicted really tenuous negotiations and that's exactly what's happened here between the mlbpa and major league baseball and the latest is today major league baseball we get down to the to the wire it feels like oh they're they're exchanging proposals they're looking over proposals it feels like oh my goodness this might happen today and at the last minute it felt like major league baseball throws in an international draft proposal which is way too complex to negotiate in one day or to even discuss in one day so i'm sorry but it just it's felt like since a couple of weeks ago and and last week especially that they don't want to play these games. And since then, they've canceled another week week's worth of games. And that sucks for Twins fans because when we looked at our calendar, and I'll pull it up here again because these games have now been canceled. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, the Mariners series and the Dodgers series have now been canceled as well. So the first four series of the year have been canceled. It would have been White Sox, Guardians, Mariners, Dodgers. And it sucks for Twins fans because if these games aren't made up, You're not going to see the Dodgers again for a long time. Like, it's very rare that the Dodgers come to target field, that Mookie Betts will come to target field is very rare, one of the best three to five players in all of baseball. Um, It sucks. That part sucks. And we're losing, like, fun series off the schedule. We're losing them. And I agree. And I I think I've been someone who's more skeptical of – saying that baseball is dying. Like, I've, I've never thought that baseball was going to die. Uh, but I totally understand, like, things like this, they're like they're like body blows. Like, they're like punches to a fan. And some fans are like, I'm sick of getting punched. Like, I'm sick of keeping up with this. I'm sick of taking those gut shots from the league. And I think those fans are the ones who will leave. People like me, and maybe you, maybe not you, but maybe you, I'm going to continue to take those punches, right? I'm going to continue to sit there because, A, it's my career, and, B, it's my career. But, C, I love baseball enough to sit there and take the punches. Totally understand if you are not a a crazy fan. Like, if you are a casual baseball fan, you're like, yeah, I listen to the Twins on the radio. You might not listen to the Twins on the radio. No, I will say, I think that if you're a casual Twins fan, I think the majority of fans are this, A casual Twins fan who might catch a couple games on TV. If they're winning, you'll watch more. If they're losing, you won't. Do those fans really know what's going on here? I don't know if they do. Like, I think there are a subset of fans for every team and Major League Baseball fans who have no idea what's happening right now. Like, not I'm not saying they don't don't understand. They just don't know. They have no idea that there's a, a labor strike or a labor stoppage going on right now. Like, they just don't know. So if baseball comes back, in the middle of April, they might not even notice it was gone. People like me are going to notice. We notice we've been in this for 90 plus days now. So you notice it and you feel it and you, and you follow it on a day-to-day basis. But I do think that the impact of it maybe is overblown if you only miss a week or two, but if you start getting into May and getting into June, and those people are turning on their radios or their TVs and they're like, why aren't the twins playing? They start researching what like, why aren't the twins and they see that there was this huge labor stoppage and they can't figure it out. Then I think there's a chance those people don't come back in this in summer of 23. Like they might just not even not even come back. They might put their time and energy toward anything else in the summer, you know? And, and so there's a chance they do not come back. I think they can still salvage this. I don't think it's a dead. Topic here. I think they can salvage this, but it's just got to happen soon. And it just doesn't feel like it is. And I get so excited and I get so fired up. And even I come on this podcast and I'm like, oh my goodness, it feels like we're getting close. And then the rug just gets pulled out from under you. It sucks. When we come back, I want to talk about expanded playoffs because that seems like the only inevitable thing in these entire negotiations. We're going to get an expanded playoff field. Let's talk about that and what it means for the twins specifically because we did break that down last week on. Just the expanded postseason, what I think is best for expanded postseason. I want to talk today about how that impacts the Twins and refer to an article I wrote at Twins Daily. First, I want to tell you about BetOnline. It's that time of year again as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports, scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline is where the game starts. Again, look behind me. Look behind me. Conference tournament brackets, baby. It is March. This is March. Go to BetOnline. BetOnline is where the game starts. It's more than just basketball. I mean, there's, there is college basketball. There's the NBA. There's the NHL as well. Head over there, ton of great stuff, bet online. Thank you for your continued support of Lockdown Twins, and thank you for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day. Now go check out Lockdown MLB Prospects. Host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia, and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your pod- podcast. People love prospects, man. They love prospects. So if you want more prospect talk, go to Lockdown MLB Prospects with Lindsey Crosby. is outstanding. I wrote this piece at Twins Daily and I think this is a part of a larger perception maybe is the word of me because I've I've talked about this before but I've become definitely much more critical of this front office over the last six to eight months I would say and 2021 was a big reason but I think 2021 opened my eyes to other things right It, it made it retrospectively and retroactively, I looked back and I go, Hmm. Yeah. And that wasn't great either. And that wasn't great either. What it's given me is a new perspective. And what it's given me is this fresh palette. And it's given me this new ability to look at current moves and not have that bias of my belief that it was the right move and that I should be talked into a move. Right. And it's not just a move, it's strategy, it's process. So I read at twinsdaily.com my headline is pretty harsh on the front office front office I would say especially for me it was expanded playoffs leaves no excuses for this twins front office and it's a very simple headline it's a very simple concept but it's a it's part of a bigger issue and the the bigger issue here is that this front office sat there on day one and said we want a sustainable winner and this is why I bought into them in the way that I did like there was a reason I bought into them not just because that 2019 team helped me become the, the host of this podcast, becomes a huge Twins fan again, become someone who wants to do this for the rest of my life now. But because I believed in that process, I believed in the sustainability model that building from within is that what the Twins have always had to do as a mid to, to smaller market team, homegrown stars, homegrown contributors, homegrown everyday regulars, you continue to just pump them out of the system and you're going to, you're going to win. Like you're going to win a lot of games every year. And you might not be the team, like the Rockies that wins 90 something games. And then two years later you win 70, but you're going to consistently win 88 to 91 games a year. You're going to consistently be in the conversation. Think St. Louis Cardinals. When I say that, think Tampa Bay Rays. When I say that, and they've actually been on the upper end of that because they've had some amazing years like last year, but my expectation is, was after you get this thing rebuilt, like after you're able to get a couple off-seasons under your belt to see what you have, make a couple moves, you know, get a feel for this roster. I think the Vikings are a good example. You have Kwesi Fomenza and Kevin O'Connell and a a whole new group coming in. They get some slack. They get benefit of the doubt because they walked into a, a situation that wasn't theirs. For Derek Falvey and Thad Levine, they walked into a situation that wasn't theirs. We're going on year six, though. So... This situation is now yours. And after you establish yourself, then, then there is an expectation that you will follow through on that sustained success word, that you will continue to build contenders in the American league teams that will be in the race every single year didn't happen last year. And I've been, I've said, I'm willing to give them not a pass, but I'm willing to give them some slack for last year. But that doesn't extend to this summer for me. Like as soon as it becomes two years in a row where you win 70-something games, you're not even in it, then you're, you didn't stick to your word. That's a contradiction to what you said. And that's my point here that people are – I think Twins fans are too willing to just let this season go and be like, well, we need it as a building. They might need it as a building block. It's not acceptable because this front office told us that this was going to be a a sustainable winter. I want to tell you more about that. Don't go anywhere after these words from built bar and rock auto. This is the time of year that I've pretty much given up on all my new year's resolutions, but not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right. Thanks to built bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you tried the puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of built bars, best tasting flavors. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow they're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite, my parents love them with some incredible flavors, yummy cinnamon charro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. They're all so good and there's these are going to be your, your new favorite. All Bilt bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, 100% real chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. And they're so healthy. Built bars are not only tasty, they're healthy. Most built bars contain only 130 calories and four grams of net carbs. That's huge for a type 1 diabetic like me. Compare that to a candy bar, usually it has 240 calories, dozens of net carbs. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste, they're all about the health. Go to built.com, use promo code locked15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code locked15 at built.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend up to 30%, 50%, even 100% more? For the same parts from a chain store or car dealership. Enter Rock Auto, a family business serving auto parts, do it yourselfers for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Head to rockauto.com, tell them locked on sent you. Derek Felvin and Thad Levine, their word. And we did have a week breaking down this front office, but I've really felt that after this lockout is over, now with an expanded postseason, there's no reason not to try. With 10 teams, there's more of a reason to say we, we might not even be in the race. With an extra team in the American League, I know it's only one extra team. But that makes all the difference in the world. When you talk about one playoff spot, how many teams are in the running for that last playoff spot at the end of the year? And In the East, there's usually three or four, sometimes even five by the time you get to August. And that's what I'm looking for. My expectations remain high for this team and for this front office. Like I expect a winning team. I expect a winning team, bare minimum, a winning team. I expect on the next level to be in the race in August and September for a playoff spot in 2022. That's almost like my average expectation. That's like my average. Now, if I wanted to be more optimistic or I wanted to push that expectation, it would be they need to be in the running for the American League Central in August and September. They need to be in a playoff position. In the running means like three or four games out in August. That's in the running to me. And that's that's an average, that's an average expectation, I would say, for this summer. A lot of people have no expectations at all. Like, they're just, oh, I'm expecting 72 wins, whatever. Like, those, those are my bear expectations because that that's what they told us was going to happen like 88 to 91 should be your, your expectation every single year with this group because they told us that and if they if it's not they're not doing their job they're not they're not holding to their word with an extra playoff team you're potentially talking about another two teams in that race in each league and that's why I think this is exciting if there are 14 man like they should they should be going after Frankie Montas and they should be going after Anybody under the sun after the lockout because they have the offense to do it with 12 teams. I think they can make substantial moves. And, and I think people often mix up like make substantial moves with, <clears throat> excuse me, selling the farm. That's never what I mean. I mean, make enough moves where you feel like you give yourself a chance. That's been my motto all off season. And they can do that. They can absolutely do that. I think fairly easily after the lockout, they chose not to do it before the lockout, but they can do it after the lockout. And I always point back to the Red Sox of last year. The Red Sox are coming off a 60-game season. They won 24 games after winning the World Series in 2018, a disappointing 2019. They win 24 games in 2020. They have a new manager. The expectations were low for that team last year. But here's what they had. They had a great offense. They had an offense in place that had serious upside. The Twins are in the same spot. The Twins are in the same spot offensively, I believe. And maybe you don't believe that wholeheartedly, but I believe in Alex Kirilov. I believe in Jose Miranda. I believe in Josh Donaldson, Jorge Polanco, Mitch Garver. I, I believe in these guys. I believe that Miguel Sano can turn it on and really help this group. I believe in Max Kepler bouncing back next year at the plate and having an above average season. I believe in this lineup one through nine, not having a player that's below average offensively. And with that being the case, the Red Sox in a similar spot, went out and got Kike Hernandez, went out and got Hunter Renfro. Traded for Adam Adavino, not huge moves by any means. Like Kike Hernandez was looked at as a utility player, ended up playing center field for them mostly every day, but looked at as a utility utility player. Hunter Renfro, I think he was non-tendered, so not big moves, not big moves, but they gave themselves a chance. And without those three guys, they're not in the playoffs last year. Without those three guys, they're not in the ALCS last year. And the rotation looked brutal. Like, it, Eduardo Rodriguez was coming back from myocarditis. You didn't know what you were going to get from him. Nathan Uvaldi had thrown just over 100 innings the last two years combined. Nick Pavetta was coming off a terrible season. Like, that Martin Perez was in their rotation. Like, Twins fans, Martin Perez and Garrett Richards, they, they didn't have a rotation that looked like it was going to compete. They ended up going to the American League Championship Series. Like, they put it together. They had a great first half. They weathered the storm in the second half. They won a wild card game. They rallied to beat the Rays. They get to the ALCS. Look what can happen. That's my point here. Like, the Twins can do that. And I, I just think it's it's disappointing that a lot of fans, and I don't want to group people together, but it seems like fans believe it's just not possible. But we, we just saw it with the Red Sox. Like, tell me the additions there that are substantial. And maybe you believe that what they had in place is a lot better than what the Twins had in place, but not really in the rotation. Like, I think I'd take... It's I would take Yavaldi, Rodriguez, and Pavetta over Ryan Ober and Bundy at this point, but the twins aren't done. They're not done. So I think at the end of this offseason, I'm gonna say I would take whoever the three the twins have over the Red Sox top three, and certainly over Martin Perez and Garrett Richards in the four-five spot, I believe. So just a, it's an example of what you can do. I'm not saying they're gonna be the Red Sox. I'm just saying it's an example of why you should go for an expanded playoff field. Let me know what you think in the comments. Thank you for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day. And I'll make your second listen, Lockdown MLB, hosted by Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call him Sully. Sully is the best. He brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues, past and present. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back tomorrow getting into rankings in the division. Who has the best third baseman? Who has the best second? Who's the best offense? Who has the best starting rotation? Who has the best bullpen before the lockout ends? Thank you so much for listening. Again, have a great day and go Twins.